Well, welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 14 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as we talk about anything that might be going on in, in today's politics, or I might throw in a sports story, or something going on in my personal life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. It is now November, and it's getting chilly here in Texas. Nice. I've got a sweatshirt on today, which I love wearing my sweatshirts, and this uh, weekend is the good fall uh, time change where we're going to fall back and we get an extra hour of sleep. So all good things going on. And we've got our last baseball tournament of the of the fall slash winter. It'll be good to kind of get that done and behind us and take a little break from baseball and then get involved in basketball. This week was was a good week for all things on the conservative side, I guess we could say. The uh, election on Tuesday went as almost as well as possible. It was a red wave. I think the the left is is spinning a little bit in terms of of what that what happened. I don't think they expected it. I mean, it went all the way down to school boards and mayors. We almost got the governor of of New Jersey. That would have been great. I think if we'd focused a little bit more effort, I think we as a as a organization as a group we did not focus as hard on the New Jersey as we did as in Virginia because we just didn't think we had a shot and I think at just a little bit more effort we would have been have shown success there so but again it shows what action can do that and now we, we can't rest we have to keep pushing on because they are not stopping the as soon as we Wednesday then or yesterday I guess Biden came out full force on his vaccine mandates. And so it's not like they, it's like they didn't hear a single thing that was said at the, at the, at the voters box. So we've got to keep fighting, keep fighting, fighting, fighting. Now, another good thing that's happened is the Supreme Court on Wednesday started hearing oral arguments from on the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Case. You know, I'll, I'll I'll jump to the end. Things look look like it went well. So to refresh everybody's um, memory, if you're not familiar with this case, the this is uh, the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association suing the state of New York, Attorney General Bruin, before their May issue scheme for issuing concealed carry permits. So in New York, the way it's issued is you have to show cause, proper cause, imminent threat to you to uh, get a license. And the argument of this is that this is essentially violating people's Second Amendment rights because it they, it makes it almost impossible to get concealed carry weapon because the requirements are so extensive. Unless you know somebody or a high-ranking official or a celebrity, they're just not issuing them, and that is the fact. But so this case is finally made it to the Supreme Court, and the arguments went well. Our first uh, concern, I think, was Judge Roberts. And he actually uh, seemed to be leaning in into to our, the direction of the plaintiff, just based on his questioning. One of the one of the things that, and I'll step back. One of the reasons that I think that we've been concerned about Roberts is because he has made so many sided so much with the liberal side of lately, and that there were so many Second Amendment cases that have come to the court that seemed to be good cases that they passed on, and that tended that was. Uh, People were speculating that the reason we we're passing is because we were unsure of where Judge Roberts was going to stand and what his where he would be. Now, once we added Amy Coney Barrett, that gave us another hopefully particular person that on the on the right side of the court that could offset Roberts. Now, I'll tell you, lately, Judge Barrett, she's been a little waffly in terms of she's ruled not ruled necessarily in the way that I would have expected her to rule. 
based on her background and previous ex- rulings that she's made. But Judge Robert was def- definitely in question, and he, but in terms of his questioning and, and comments, he he was definitely leaning towards the plaintiff. And, and in fact, he's quoted as saying, "The idea that you need a license to exercise the right, I think, is unusual in the context of the Bill of Rights." And he was saying that none of the other rights that we have, you have to get a license for. You don't have to get a license for free speech. You don't have to get a license for to to not incriminate yourself. You don't have to go get a license to prevent unlawful searches and seizures, saying, hey, you know, we're going to search his place because he hasn't gotten a license that says that we can't. So that was Judge Roberts' uh, particular meaning. Another thing that he commented on is that uh, in terms of the an individual show proper cause before obtaining such a license typically were because locations typically were open to the general public, even in rural areas. And Judge Roberts says, how many muggings take place in a forest? Meaning, you know, they're saying, you know, you can carry out in the woods when you hunt and everything like that. But in densely populated areas, you can't carry. It's it's definitely positive. I think, you know, Judge Barrett, she she came out swinging and she she went right to the point. And so when she was asking the Solicitor General of, of New York, she asked General Underwood, do you think Heller was rightly decided? And here some quotes Underwood hemmed and hawed. And she wouldn't say it outright, but Biden would have had her head if she did. And she ended up saying, I have no quarrel with Heller. And so that whenever the top government's lawyers telling you that they don't have a quarrel with a decision that basically said you can't infringe on somebody's constitutional right, that tells you where their challenges is. So it looks like, you know, that we're solid with um, Barrett. We definitely know where we are with Thomas. Kavanaugh looks like a thumbs up. Gorsuch looks like a thumbs up. Barrett's a thumbs up. Roberts is a potential thumbs up. And then Thomas and Alito. And then we're definitely down with Breyer and Sotomayor. And I've heard some people talking about Kagan and how she might rule because she is a hunter as well. And she posed some questions that tended to people to see that, that, that she may at least comment in on the on the decision but 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 we'll have to wait and see and so this is definitely positive that if we can definitely get this as a five four six three vote it would definitely push things in the right way and it'd be again another nail in the coffin of the biden agenda of taking away our guns because i believe then following this will be some guns on uh, bans on assault weapons look out california here we come and high capacity magazines so it's definitely, hopefully, you know, and I don't know when their ruling is going to come out. They're just hearing arguments, and it, it's usually going to be several months before we actually get the decision. But it looks very positive for this. And so that is another positive check mark for this week. So it was good at the voter box, good at the uh, in the courts. So we got to keep fighting. It, this is, again, the work of a lot of hard work on all the patriots out there. And I just, I think, you know, everything, every individual needs to contribute and get involved and continue to uh, support these things. So I appreciate you listening and have a great weekend and I will talk to you next week.